0: Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Morning, Callum. Good morning, Andrew. Brent finally broke higher last week through $80 per barrel. What was the driver behind this?
1: Well, I think this move has been brewing really since the start of this month when Brent broke up through the 50-day moving average, which had been capping rallies ever since the start of may then we had the u.s inflation numbers last wednesday that showed headline inflation rate for june was down to three percent and that was pretty well received by asset markets generally as the stocks rallied brent really followed on the back of that bullish momentum and after breaking out of the 71 79 range brent has been inhabiting since since may the momentum enabled it to push higher and eventually it went up to a high of eighty-one seventy-five towards the end of last week And that
0: rally seems to have been quite technical and macro-driven. How are things looking from a fundamental point of view?
1: Well, on the fundamental side, we did have the International Energy Agency's latest report uh, published last week, and this showed actually a less bullish outlook than their June report. The demand forecast for the second half was cut by 250,000 barrels per day. Uh, Non-OPEC supply forecast was increased slightly, and also the OPEC natural gas liquid forecast was increased by 100,000 barrels per day. So the natural gas liquids are treated separately to crude output from OPEC. And all of this together led to the amount that the IEA estimates OPEC needs to produce to balance the market over the second half of this year was cut to 30.1 million barrels per day. And that's cut of 450,000 barrels per day, which is quite a significant adjustment based on what we typically see from the IEA in one month versus another. Anyway, looking at what the IEA sees OPEC having produced in the month of June, that they have a figure of 28.7 million barrels per day. So that's still a 1.4 million barrels per day deficit. And on top of that, all other things being equal, in July and August, we have another 500,000 barrels per day additional cut coming from the Saudis. However, even with the IEA's reduced demand numbers, they are still looking at an increase in demand of 1.3 million barrels per day in the second half of the year versus the first quarter, and the question mark is still whether that increase in demand can be realised. Oil is lower this morning though, why is that? Well it very much feeds into this question mark over demand increase in the second half of this year because uh, China is expected to be a significant component of that increase in demand, and yet this morning we had some rather weak, or at least uh, disappointing, Chinese GDP figures of plus 6.3% in the second quarter versus 7.1%, which had been expected. And so that's really feeding into these demand concerns, that pushed Brent back below $80 per barrel. We have in China, in you know, a number of question marks, youth unemployment over 20 percent, for example, there's a stimulus package which is being talked about, but we've not seen that yet. And then on top of that, there was also some news that uh, a Libyan field that's a bid offline is coming back into production. And so all of this has uh, made the sentiment on crude a little bit more negative this morning. And then just from a technical point of view, I think the levels to look out for at the moment are probably the 100-day moving average, which is currently at around $78 per barrel, and the 200-day average at $82 per barrel. So that's giving us a nice uh, $4 per barrel range.
0: And then gas and electricity prices in Europe have been falling back further from the highs of June. What has been behind that?
1: Well, this has been driven by a recovery in Norwegian gas output as summer maintenance comes to an end. Output is now back to pretty much pre-maintenance period levels. And even while that maintenance had been going on, gas and storage had continued to increase. It's now pretty much 80% full across Europe and injections are likely to increase now that the availability of gas has, has increased on that Norwegian output coming back. There's also been very strong wind generation over the weekends, pushing gas out of the generation mix. But it is worth noting that European gas is now traded quite a discount to Asian prices, and so this may limit how much further European prices can drop, given that that, that would tend to lead to LNG cargoes being diverted to Asia, unless, of course, Asian prices fall also.
0: Thanks, Callum. We'll chat again next week. Thanks very much. Great to talk to you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Investec's weekly energy update with Callum McPherson. If you would like to discuss any of the contents of the episode, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investec.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time...